Welcome to KJV Cafe, where we explore great truths from God's holy word in a simple, down-to-earth fashion. Romans 10:17 shows us where faith comes from. So then faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. Let's grow our faith together in the cafe today. Our program is hosted by Pastor Clark Covington and brought to you by Heartland Ministries. Grab your Bible and a hot cup of coffee or tea and join us now as we explore God's holy word. Amen. Glory to God. Welcome to the cafe today. Hope you're doing well. Hope you're having a wonderful day. Today we're going to have a special episode. I'm spending a lot of time lately diving deep into the scriptures, uh, studying everything from Psalms to Proverbs uh, to Paul's epistles. And today I'm taking a step back and just want to thank God, testify a little bit about his love uh, towards me, towards my family, and uh, just thank God for all that he's done. Because truly God has been so good to our family. And uh, maybe my story might inspire you a little bit. My testimony, uh, it's going to give glory to God, I hope and pray. But hopefully it'll, it'll inspire you to thank God for what he's done in your life. Uh, you know, as a preacher, I've been very blessed to have opportunities in the ministry almost as soon as I got started. And anyone that knows my testimony knows that I, I grew up in a broken home and had a lot of problems and got into every kind of sinful bad thing you can imagine. And really, is a miracle, didn't end up dead or in jail. And the uh, Lord has just miraculously allowed me a uh, second chance and third chance and fourth chance and fifth chance and sixth chance and seventh chance, amen. Seven's the number of completion, but somehow he kept going, allowed me an eighth and a ninth and a tenth chance. And uh, I'm so fortunate that uh, the Lord allowed me to get into the ministry, and the Lord is so calculating and so smart. Uh, he couldn't have just said, okay, Clark, you're going to be a preacher, because I really had no desire to preach, and I did not feel worthy of the pulpit by any means. I still don't in a way, but at that time I really didn't. And so I was able to be involved in the video ministry uh, at our church. And the church was growing, and there this type of uh, congregation constantly had music events and revivals. And guess what? They wanted to videotape everything. Of course, I say videotape, it's a digital file, but you know what I mean. And so I was involved in the ministry videoing everything. And I guess it must have been all of those ministry events and I would even video testimonies and post them that just somehow Lord got a hold of my heart. And he's so clever because here I was thinking, I'm just the video guy and that, that's my service to the Lord and that's it. And by the way, if that's all you do, that is a wonderful ministry. We need more video guys and gals out there to help out. But hey, you know what God did? He took me a little bit further and got me involved in, in doing audio recordings and video and involved in uh, uh, being a, becoming a deacon because I met the qualifications. Uh, you know, according to my preacher, I, I was reading it and I said, I think I might qualify for this. And he said, you're right. And I became a deacon eventually. And I was involved in the ministry that way. And then the Lord had been working on my heart to preach. And uh, Brother Ronnie Dale, preacher from Holland Memorial Baptist Church in Bessemer City, uh, told me that he uh, had been called to preach and that he ran from God and he had like four strokes and a heart attack. And, and he looked at me and said, when are you going to submit to the Lord? I said, right now, because I don't want a stroke. I don't want a heart attack, Brother Ronnie. And so I love Brother Ronnie Dale. He's a very talented preacher. The Lord really uses him in his ministry. And so that's when I just gave it to God and said, okay, 
and started preaching as a youth preacher. I was a pretty old youth preacher and got involved in the ministry that way. And I was preaching uh, as a youth preacher uh, once a month, maybe. And then I got to preach uh, at the, the rescue mission to the men. And I would tell them I could be sitting where you're sitting, knowing the truth in that knowing that truly I could be sitting where they're sitting. Uh, in fact, I'd be fortunate to be sitting where they were sitting. We're at Crossroads Rescue Mission uh, there in Shelby, North Carolina. If you know anything about Crossroads, they have a wonderful rescue mission, Bible-based rescue mission that really is changing lives. It's a wonderful place for people that are dealing with addiction to finally overcome it through Jesus Christ. And so I was able to preach there, and I got to preach at the nursing home and uh, the Lord has just kept uh, working on me and working on me, and then he called me to plant a church uh, in, in a town that I never spent any time in. And uh, it was a, been an amazing journey. And we're celebrating now almost um, three years of a church ministry. In three years, I think it'll be August or September. Uh, and uh, in July, it's two years in our current building, and God has been so good. And in the ministry, and this is what I'm trying to get to with a long introduction— in the ministry, I've had my family, my wife, uh, my only wife, amen, only married once, if you can believe it, through all those turmoil and trials, married one time to a beautiful wife, Sue, and I've got kids, uh, and, and my wife and my kids, and, and through all the ministry, we grew closer together, and it's not always been easy, but the Lord's Spirit has been upon our household, because when we're tired, while we serve in the ministry, we're a good kind of tired. We have a peaceful kind of tired. We have the Holy Spirit about us because we are serving God. And by the way, when we are in our own heads about our own issues and all dealing with the world, it can be a lot less peaceful. And so what I'm saying is that serving God is the best way to bring your family close together. And I think a lot of times people don't want to sacrifice that family time. They want to, uh, on Saturday, you know, go to the amusement park or the flea market, or, or the mall, instead of going to knock on doors. And they think they have to kind of choose. Are they going to go be a witness? Or are they going to go live with their family and have fun? But truly, you can have fun being a witness. And our family has grown close together uh, in the ministry by doing this. My wife was volunteering at a shelter today, and she was working with someone that's been involved in this ministry for several years. And she was giving that person pointers and things that she's done in the past. And uh, telling me about it, that, that you know, ideas that she had for their ministry. Uh, and, and it was amazing because it helped me to look back on our family, which is still relatively a young family. Uh, I'm in my early 40s. My wife's in her late 30s. And we're still relatively categorized as a young family. But since we've been serving the Lord this season here, this time, I guess uh, over 10 years, God has really blessed and helped us to see um, different aspects of the ministry up close and hands-on because we've been obedient, because we've tried to serve the Lord. And I'm not bragging on us, I'm bragging on God. And we've certainly fallen short more than a few times, and we're not perfect, amen. Uh, we haven't been at every event at, at, for the church or what have you. Of course, i got to be at every event now because I'm the pastor. But before, you know, we're not like the perfect church people. We're just God's people. We are, God's given us this great blessing of allowing us the opportunity to serve him. And so I want you to think today, about what God's calling to you to do. And I want you to think about it, not as a burden, not as uh, an adventure necessarily, but as an opportunity. See, God doesn't need us. I just got finished preaching recently about God's self-sufficiency. He does not need us, but he desires our praise. And he loves us so much 
that he gives us an opportunity to come alongside him and to be his hands and feet, and by the working of the Holy Spirit within us to do service for the Lord and to, to live for him in a way uh, that brings honor and glory and praise to him. God gives us this opportunity, but will we take that opportunity? And if we do, will we be grateful for it, or will we do it begrudgingly? Because God truly could go give it to somebody else. And so as I look around and as I've talked through this testimony with you, number one, it's remarkable because I'm not the candidate. Like I didn't go to seminary and spend a ton of time preparing for a radio ministry or to pastor a church. God called me into it, and it's a very specific hands-on ministry that the Lord has blessed. And he gets the glory, and I feel honored to be a part of it. And I have to remind myself on the days when things are challenging to balance life, how great God is and how his power, his strong power is sufficient. And that in my infirmities, that I'll glory in my infirmities, as Paul writes, because the glory of God is shown through them. Amen. So when I fall short and I can't do it and God shows up and he does it, I think of a time uh, I was preaching in church recently and I was completely wiped out. I was exhausted from working and other aspects of life and allergies or whatever it was. And I got up there to preach and something just got a hold of me. And this, you know, what was that? It's the Holy Spirit. And you say, Brother Clark, you're just exaggerating. I'm not. And by the way, the man that uh, had kind of put the bug in my ear that I shouldn't run from God too long about surrendering to preach, he told me uh, he's got terrible neck pain and back pain from, I think, a work injury uh, on the factory line. He told me that he has to walk with a cane, this, that, and the other. But when he gets up to preach, he feels no pain at all. And I believe him 100%. And the point I'm making here is it's an honor to serve God. And when we live for God and we truly submit ourselves to him, he knows exactly what we can and cannot take. He knows what strength we need, and he provides it, and he delivers us, and then we should give him the glory and praise. And I testify today that God has been so good to me and my family. What God has done in my life is an absolute miracle, amen. He, I am no longer the person I used to be, amen. I, I tried never to use a foul word, and before I was talking like a sailor when I was much younger. Uh, I, I don't go near the unclean thing. I don't touch alcohol, drugs, none of it, amen. I don't like to watch any kind of Hollywood movies if I can help it. I stay away from uh, worldly music if I can help it. I am completely changed by the blood of Christ. I'm a new man. Uh, my peace and my satisfaction is found in God alone. Uh, and, and when I need to turn to something here on earth for that peace and satisfaction, I open up his word, amen, and study his word. I would never have imagined I'd be saying these words to you today other than by the grace of God. He's allowed me the opportunity to get into his word daily and preach his word all the time, almost often, very often. And it's an opportunity. What's God calling you to do? What opportunity is he putting in your pathway? Don't be afraid to take it. Don't be afraid about what God's going to do. Because God said, do not fear. Amen. He will provide. He, his word is a lamp under your feet, a light under your path. Amen. Follow the Lord and trust God in what he's calling you to do. And look at it not as a task or as a burden, but look at it as an opportunity. And I think that that makes a huge difference. I know it has for me when I look at, at what God has done, where there was times when I was young and I was really young, I was ready to do something for God. And, and every door I was just running into, there was no open doors, but I wanted to do something for God, you know. And now I look around and say, well, God's opened the door here and God's opened the door here and God's opened the door here. 
Oh, he deserves all the praise and honor and glory. What an opportunity it is to serve him. We realize our time on this earth is very short, that we're pilgrims passing through. What should we do? Sit around and comfort ourselves and live for the world? No, that is short-lasting. That is like vapor uh, in the wind going away. What we should do is serve God. We should go ahead and gird ourselves up, gird our loins up, as the Bible says. We should go ahead and man up. We should go ahead and get our big boy boots on and go out there and serve the Lord with honor and integrity, with humility, with meekness. We should serve God in true faith, believing that he will provide a way when there seems to be no way. The Israelites were staring at that Red Sea. There seemed to be no way God made a way. Amen. Uh, Christ, they had him on the cross. There seemed to be no way, and God raised him from the grave. Amen. For us, we hear about this gift of salvation. People say there's no way, and we accept that gift of salvation. We get the Holy Spirit living within us, and everything changes. Amen. How about that? How about God here today? Can he get an amen? Can you turn to him today to serve him, to live for him, to be sold out to him? It's okay. Come on now. You don't need to be ashamed of Christ. Go ahead and just give your life to Christ fully and wholly. You call him Lord, make him Lord. Don't sit around and say he's second best or third best in your mind, but then outwardly say that you believe in the Lord. How about you make him Lord of your life? You serve him with everything you got. You go ahead and get after it, and you watch what he does with you and through you. Amen. And he'll bless you for your obedience. We need to get right with God, and we need to get on fire for God, and we need to remember and look back and testify to what he's done in our lives as proof that God is real and that God is ever-present and that God's program works when we submit to him and live for him. I hope this has been a help and a blessing and encourages you today to look at the ministry as an opportunity. Get involved. Seek the Lord. He'll guide you. And don't look back and watch what he does. He will bless you for it. I thank you so much for listening. Take care. God bless. And amen. Thanks for listening to this episode of KJV Cafe. Have a question for Pastor Clark? Email him directly at clark at enduringpromise.org or visit kjvcafe.com and click the envelope button on the homepage. Our program is hosted by Pastor Clark Covington and brought to you by Heartland Ministries. We'll close today with Psalm 119, verses 166 through 168. Lord, I have hoped for thy salvation and done thy commandments. My soul hath kept thy testimonies, and I love them exceedingly. I have kept thy precepts and thy testimonies, for all my ways are before thee.